Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And welcome into hour number two of the Outdoor Show. Glad to have you with us starting your Saturday morning and your weekend off as we take you into the great outdoors, either uh, literally or virtually, either way you want to go. All right, talked about being at the uh, Wildlife and Fisheries Commission meeting where they haggled out the a proposal on new speckled trout regulations for Louisiana. We'll see where that goes. But it was another interesting uh, presentation that was made. Uh, you might recall last week our bad boy, the outdoors feature, uh, was a Mississippi captain uh, who uh, was operating a pogey boat, Manhattan boat, and got into the buffer zone and was sighted and charged. And uh, we talked about it here. Well, the owner of the company called West Bank Fishing Incorporated. Uh, Mr. Francis Gattle asked for some time to speak to the commission about it. He is the owner of the company and also that boat, which is called the Kitty Wake. And I was amazed at what he said. He explained that his captain was a first-year employee. And the action he took, in addition to what Wildlife and Fisheries did, he suspended his captain for two weeks with no pay. And he will personally pay the fine. The company's not going to pay it. Between the civil restitution for the 86,000 pounds they confiscated and for the uh, criminal fine is a total of $10,000 coming out of this captain's pocket. He apologized to the commission and to the people of Louisiana and said this is an isolated incident. It is not something normally done by the company. He threw the captain under the bus. He said it was a stupid decision. He also said it was a stupid mistake, that it was not accidental. He couldn't claim he didn't know where the boat was. He intentionally did it. He says his boats are equipped with yellow and red lights by GPS. When they get close to the buffer zone, they get a yellow light. When they get to the buffer zone, a red light. Evidently, the red light was on. He ran the red light and continued to fish. He said the action he's going to take from here, if it's a second offense for any of his captains, they're going to find them $25,000 and terminate them. He also is going to voluntarily donate $25,000, which represented part of the catch from the legal area on that boat, to our redfish restocking program that we announced last week. Louisiana's uh, got a permit now to test red stock uh, stocking of a hatchery-raised redfish. And he is going to contribute on behalf of West Bank Fishing, Inc., 
for their stupid decision by their captain, $25,000. So I guess this shows a couple of things. One, he takes it very serious that his boats uh, are going to abide by the law, which, you know, we talked with David Cresson of CCA and Representative Joe Ogeron. They're trying to move that buffer zone even further. Uh, the other thing that this demonstrates is uh, that Manhattan fishing industry has got a lot of money. It's a lot of value to it, and uh, they don't want to lose it, and maybe they're feeling a little bit of heat by offering this money, being strict and talking about what they're going to do with uh, any one of their employees who violates it. And they offered an invitation to any of the commissioners to ride on the boat with them and observe what they do. Anyway, that's the story on that. And this week's bad boy coming up a little bit later on. After four years, a judge has handed down a sentence in the case we're calling the case of the greedy game hog. Stick around for that one. But up next, we're going to talk to Captain Mike Gallo, born on the bayou guy. Tell you what's coming up uh, with his reports over there in the Lake Pontchartrain, Lake Bourne, Lake Catherine, the Chef, the Biloxi Marsh. He fishes wherever the fish are, he goes. We'll be back to get his report after this time out on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart Cart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. And it's time for our Born on the Buy report with Captain Mike Gallo, a presentation of the good guys at CETO. That's right, you know them. Don't leave the dock without peace of mind, knowing that there'll be a CETO captain standing by 24-7 if you ever need help on the water while you're boating. They'll tow you in, deliver your fuel, jumpstart your electrical problems on every boat you own, rent, or borrow. It's all for one price, $199. So get you signed up. For a whole year, and then you can renew it on and on. To do it, call Captain Chris, 501-504-301-4545. If you like to use the Internet, go to ctow.com and sign yourself up. Captain Mike joins us now. Captain Mike, good morning. Uh, what's going to be going on in the bayou today? Well, Don, we're going to fish some of the deeper channels in the area. We got a small tide, so those deeper channels will have some fairly decent water movement. And we'll be fishing live shrimp on the bottom on the drop shot, hopefully over some shell reefs. And um, there'll be a mix of white trout and speckled trout. Have you encountered any of those triple tail? Man, they are thick down around that Venice area. We saw two triple tail on Monday, and unfortunately, they're still out there. <laughs> Yeah, were they on uh, crab trap buoys? They were. They were on crab trap buoys, and we were not too far from Half Moon Island. Mm-hmm. 
Have you ventured into the Biloxi Marsh lately? I did a little bit of fishing over in the Nine Mile Bay and Bay Boudreaux area. A lot of birds, a lot of small fish that you have to weed through. Um, but there's trout out there that, you know, to be caught, if you weed through them, you can end up with a decent box. I would say we're still averaging 20 to 40 fish a trip. Not bad. You know, something that is not for the table, but, boy, they sure can be fun to catch, are those Jack Crevels. And I, I got a few reports that there were a lot of them, big schools of them seen not far from, from your lodge over there. Have you seen any of them? And do your customers ever want to take a, a, a little trip and get pulled around by Jack Crevel? On occasion, we've seen them. They like to follow those rafts of mullets, and the mullets like to hang out where two currents converge. You'll see, usually see a line of foam where two lines of current are coming together. There'll be a bunch of mullet in there, and that's a perfect place to catch those jackfish. Over the years, we've caught them on occasion. I try to avoid them if I can. Yeah, that uh, they they can take a while to bring them to the boat, but uh, they, they sure are fun to fight, you know, but, uh, when you get into them. Sometimes you catch them accidentally. I know a lot of times they'll hang around by the, those bridges over there by the Wrigley's. Right. Right. We've caught them many times. You know, you'll see them busting up on the water in a big school. And some people want to catch, well, they usually want to catch one. You know, after they catch one, you say, well, there, there they are. Would you like to catch another one? Nope. That's enough. <laughs> How long have your trips been lasting before you, your customers say, no mas, too much heat? No We've been leaving extra early. I'm already got fish in the boat done. Uh, we've been leaving as early as possible and, Usually we're out to just before lunchtime, before we start up that Yamaha and turn the air condition on. Yeah. yeah. What is your best advice for somebody trying to stay cool when they're on the boat? Well, you certainly want to drink as much liquid as you can, and water is the preferred liquid. The sports drinks have electrolytes in them, and those are good for you. Um, I would say make sure you have some Ziploc bags in your lunchbox that you can fill with ice to put on someone's neck to help them stay cool. Or you could simply put a towel in your ice chest, and it'll get good and cold, and you can put that around someone's neck if they get too hot. Mike, I just got a text in from a listener. Uh, They said, just curious, they want to know, what do you consider a deep channel? You talked about fishing that on a, a low tide day. What would you consider a deep channel? I would say anything 10 feet of water or more, um, areas such as Lake Catherine Pass, Unknown Pass, Chef Pass, those all produced this week. I did not do too well in Wrigley's Pass itself, but that's certainly a deep channel, and, you know, today's a different day, so they could be in there. Mike, something I've been wanting to ask you and kept forgetting while I'm thinking about it, have you made the switch over to lithium batteries? Are you still using regular acid batteries? Oh, Don, I've had lithium batteries on my boat now for four years. Have you? Tell us about yeah. them. How, what do you find with them? I know they're expensive. Is it worth it? Well, you got several benefits. Um, weight is one of them. I had four batteries in my boat. One was my cranking battery, and the other three I had wired in series for my 36-volt trolling motor battery. And those batteries weighed about 80 pounds apiece. So I had 320 pounds of weight in my boat. I replaced those four batteries with three batteries that weigh a total of 80 pounds. Wow. I have an onboard, I have an onboard charger that works off my outboard motor. 
and those lithiums will charge five times faster. So anywhere I go, I'm charging the lithium batteries. So do you notice any difference really- in? Do you notice a difference in your trolling motor power? I have much more power. When you wire, now I have 36 volt trolling motor batteries, and I got two of them. We got a fish. I got two of them wired. I'm trying to unhook him. We got. I have two 36 volt trolling motor batteries wired in parallel, and that keeps your voltage the same, but your amperage will go up. And amperage is what you need um, for your trolling motor. You know, amp- amperage flow, um, mm-hmm. and you'll also have longer. Uh, your cycle, how long the battery will last, also increases when you have two of those batteries wired together in parallel. I do know you, that it's expensive, but you know this is what I do for a living, so I can't have exactly. a trolling motor that gives out on me midday. So they last all day; they do great. You know, another big advantage to them is is the rate of loss when they're they're not on charge. Uh, they they will lose about two percent of power in a month of sitting up where your you know, traditional acid battery will lose about 25%. So if you're using batteries for backup and you don't have them connected where they're charging or they're sitting up and you don't want to put them on a charger, you lose very little over a month's time on those lithium batteries. I, I, I think that's the way to go. You know, It's a little bit more money to put out front, but uh, in the long run it pays for itself, I think. Yeah, I'm very happy with my lithium batteries. Um, I got a seven-year warranty on my batteries. I save fuel every trip I go out, and being that they charge so much faster, I'm pretty much always topped off as far as my, um, you know, percentage of charge on my batteries. So really, really like them. All right, Mike, we're going to let you go get those fish off the hook for your customers. Sounds like y'all getting into them a little bit. Thanks for that report and the update on the batteries. Appreciate it all. Thank you, Don. We'll talk to you next week. All righty, Captain Mike Gallo, you can find him at aaofla.com or call him 985-781-7811. Coming back after this, we're going to talk to Chris Holmes. He's at the LOWA, Louisiana Outdoor Writer Association Conference in Sulphur, and he's got a paddler report next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And it's time for our stroker slash paddler slash pedaling report with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club. It's presented by Massey's Outfitters. You're going to find them in Mid-City, New Orleans, Baton Rouge, and also Covington with some of the best kayak fishing models. You'll also find lots of accessories and products for the paddlers. And don't forget demo days. In fact, there's one going on today where you can try a kayak of your choice before you buy it. Check it all out at MasseyOutfitters.com. You'll also find them on Facebook. Normally, you would be hearing Eric Mohabarak at this time, but we've got a pinch hitter, Chris Holmes, director of the Louisiana Outdoor Writers Association and a longtime veteran of the Plastic Navy. He joins us now to talk about a lot of things. Chris, good morning. How was your fishing trip over there? We had a great trip yesterday, Tom. We had two boats out on Big Lake. Um, you know, of course, I'm sitting in the boat looking at how far I am away from land. Can I get in a kayak? We certainly could have been there that way. But uh, both boats did really well, you know, with trout considering the conditions. It was hot. The lake's muddy. The water was low. West wind, you know, is continuing even over here as it has been across the state. But uh, it was a little slow. The second boat stayed a little longer, but they ultimately got in some fish and came close to eliminating on trout, which was really good. Not bad. What would you say is the top spot for a paddler to go right now for speckled trout? I mean, you know, the fishing, it's been hot, 
the fishing's been good, but it you know it varies. Uh, they're still doing good down you know St. Bernard area and stuff where I'm from. Uh, again, get out early. Don't plan on staying late. You know, plan on comfort and stuff. On the east side, live bait you know has been uh, producing better. It's a little tough you know for in the kayak, especially in these temperatures, keeping especially shrimp alive. Big key. Don't overcrowd them. Take, you know, just as many as you think you're going to need because you're better off with having a few live ones than a bunch of dead ones. <laughs> no doubt. Chris, you're there for another purpose. The Louisiana Outdoor Writers Association is having its annual convention, um, and you will be honoring tonight a couple of anglers. Our Fish Records Committee uh, chooses the most significant catch of the year in both the rod and reel and the fly fishing divisions. They'll get their awards tonight. Uh, they are Sue Beringer of Gonzales, and also uh, we had a, a fly fisherman, John Petrie of Boyce. Tell us about their catches. Uh, it's what well, you know, two extremes. We're going from the, the fly fishing is going to be a readier sunfish. Uh, it was at one pound even, but, you know, a, a big panfish on the fly for John, and uh, a beautiful fish. We had a nice picture of it and stuff. So he ended up was selected for the fly fishing as the number one uh, in the state for that, and then Sue had a big yellow edge grouper, which uh, I think the eyeball was about the size of John's fish. So uh, it's really <laughs> a contrast in doing it. But she's got a big, beautiful—I uh, forget what it was off the top of my head—but hundred and something pound uh, yellow edge grouper, beautiful fish. Yeah, I think it was forty-two nine five, which for yellow edge oh, is a, yeah, it's yeah. a real monster. Well, congratulations to both of them. They'll get their awards tonight. Uh, what else is going on up there? Well, speaking of kayaking, we we have eight of us right now heading uh, to Big Lake Adventures for a little kayaking, just you know, paddle excursion. Uh, they're a, a big operation on the. They're right on the lake. They've got kayaks. They rent uh, pontoon boats. We're going to be doing the pontoon boats later because uh, not everybody in LOWA was out for kayaks, so we don't have the whole the whole crowd here this morning. But we've got several. We're in three vehicles right now as we speak, uh, heading to the lake to go jump in some kayaks or some paddling this morning. What's the name of that company that conducts the, the tours? Big Lake Adventures. Big Lake Adventures. And they're located where? What part of the lake? We're heading to, well, right now I'm following there. I don't know which part because I'm third guy. I had to turn my GPS off to follow these <laughs> other guys so we could get on the radio. So I can't tell you exactly because we're not there yet, but it's near the country club. I know that much. And it's supposed to be a pretty big facility. So, Well, great. Y'all try to enjoy yourselves up there. Uh, you know, you do uh, some tarpon fishing from a kayak, and uh, you had an outstanding award-winning photograph that you took. What uh, what place can you tell people with kayaks if they're interested in getting into tarpon fishing from a kayak, which I think is a little on the crazy side, where where would be a good spot to go? Unfortunately, Louisiana, you know, we've, we've got a really healthy tarpon population, but they are offshore too far, you know. I mean, you can get right. there by mothership and stuff. But for us, the closest place really with consistent tarpon fishing Summertime is going to be is is going to be um, the you know Florida Panhandle uh, yep. anywhere from really Gulf Shores uh, west through Panama City and stuff. Those fish come up and run along you know follow the beach right there. I mean I I can talk to people on swimming on the beach 
uh, as close as he's often run to the beach over there. It's a really, really great area. It's easy. You're not paddling. Like I said, you're launching and get right out of there, and uh, it's a good area. Then one Thanks correction. For- I'm just looking because we just pulled up. The place is Lake Area Adventures is the name of the place that does the kayaks. Lake Area Adventures. All right. People want to make a note of that. Uh, before you go, Chris, uh, ride the bull not far off. Uh, yeah. Tell us about it. How do you people find out more and sign up for the world's biggest kayak tournament? Ride the bull will be at the next weekend in August this year. Um, you know, it's sponsored, uh, put on by primarily CCA. So you can go to the CCA Louisiana website. They have a ride the bull link as far as signing up. Not sure what our numbers are right this minute. Vicky's been busy with the lower stuff, but I'm pretty sure we're close to 300 already, you know, with several weeks left to go for registration and stuff. And, you know, one thing we're doing this year, you know, with all the talk with the redfish changes, we all know that the regulations are going to be changed, and we're pretty much, it's a certainty that the bulls, you know, are not going to be able to be kept uh, starting, you know, with the changes. It won't be in effect for this year. But uh, CCA got out ahead of that this year, and one thing new is we are going to be weighing the redfish at the kayak as they're caught. Instead of chase boats picking them up and bringing them back, you know, in a live well to be weighed at, at Bridgeside, they're going to have, they partnered with Bubba, has their new digital scales, and every boat's going to have a scale, and these fish are going to be weighed right there at the kayak and released. So a lot quicker, a lot healthier. Uh, it's going to be a good thing, and we kind of put that in place now so as a, we have a test run. For this year, you know, to get everything worked out for when we really have to do it, the regulations change. That's a great voluntary uh, move for conservation. Well, Chris, enjoy yourselves up there. Tell everybody hello. I miss being there and uh, look forward to when you guys get back and tell some more stories about it. Will do. Thank you, Don. All righty. Chris Holmes uh, filling in. He's the uh, director for the Louisiana Outdoor Writers Association, and he's up there at their convention. All right, we come back after this. Uh, a four-year-old case. I'm calling it the Greedy Game Hog. It ended in a Louisiana courtroom with a guilty plea and a socket to him sentence. It's next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, just got a comment in from uh, Pinecone Joe in the Kiln, Mississippi. He said he just finished watching the Snake Life Bayou Wild episode. What a great info from a great family. Loved uh, Captain Martha's expression. He's proud of her. Yeah, she handled some of those snakes, too. It's uh, called Snakes of Friends. Uh, the Hood family. Great family. Uh, the, the family that hunts snakes together. We also have a cooking feature that's Snakehead Fish with myself and Chef Philippe. So check it out. Our new Season 11 of Bayou Wild. That's airing this week. Uh, in the coming weeks, we're going to have the Bow Fishing Bayou Beauty. We took Miss Louisiana, Gracie Reichman, on, on a bow fishing trip with Bayou Bow Fishing. And we have Chef John Foltz uh, cook some catfish paella. And a little bit later in the month, we at the end, actually, we're going to have Sam's Mission for Fishing, Lake Pontchartrain. It was a memorial trip for Captain Sam Barbera. A lot of you remember Captain Sam. We went with uh, Mike Gallo and the staff at uh, bought the trip that he offered as an auction to benefit Mission 22. You'll learn all about that organization, and uh, our recipe that week will be a John Foltz crab meat and corn bisque. Whew, that's a little much. All right, right after this pause, when we come back, and I tell you about the case of the greedy game hog. It's over. It ended in a Louisiana courtroom and a real what I call socket to him sentence. We'll be back to tell you the crime and the time after we let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are 
Along the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Well, this story goes back to when Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries agents started investigating Brent Sharp in 2019 after learning he may have harvested over his season limit of deer during the 2018-19 deer season. After further investigation, the agents obtained search warrants for Sharp's property in LaSalle and Catahoula parishes. After those warrants were executed by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service and Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fishery agents who arrested Sharp back in October of 2019. He admitted to using other hunters' tags and killing, are you sitting down? Swallow your coffee. 16 deer in one year in 2018 and 19. 16 of them. A pretty good season, would you say? Well, the judge had a different opinion. And for taking over the seasonal limit of deer, failing to comply with deer tagging requirements, using another person's deer tags, failing to validate deer tags in 2019 and in 2020, and for using another person's deer tags and failing to tag deer, the judge handed down a sentence of a criminal fine of $966 plus, and here's where it's called getting what you deserve, a civil restitution for the replacement value of 16 deer in the amount of $24,269 and further ordered that until every penny of those fines are repaid, his already revoked hunting and fishing licenses cannot be renewed for 61-year-old Clifton Brent Sharp of Jenna, Louisiana, our bad boy of the outdoors. Now, that's what I'm talking about. And you don't give him jail so he can work to pay back his fine. Good job to the agents and good job to the judge. All right, don't forget, Bad Boys of the Outdoors, presented by Louisiana Wildlife Agents Association, a nonprofit group that invites you to purchase some exclusive gear, T-shirts, and a variety of colors and styles, hats, koozie, and all that. Go to supportlwaa.org and place your order. That's supportlwaa.org. All right, right after this, we're coming back with Captain Brian Lambert. Find out if he's watching for teal in the skies and catching fish in the water. His report's next on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And the Plastic Man is also known as Captain Ryan Lambert, Cajun Fishing Adventures, located down in Buras, where the water's getting pretty salty, not just in the river, but also in the... Uh, the sink in <laughs> the water faucet. Ryan, how problematic is that salt water moving up and getting in everybody's pipes? It's um, It makes your ice flaky and your ice machine not work well, and it makes you sticky when you take a shower and your hair, and it's uh, it's not great. <laughs> no, no, tell, it's not. i tell you how salty it is, but I don't know if I told you about my pool went empty two weeks ago, and I filled it up. And usually for a 40-pound bag of salt, it brings the salt up three parts per thousand. I put four bags in, and it should be 1,200 parts per thousand. It was 3,000. Wow. So that's that's equivalent to six bags of salt I didn't have to put. 240 pounds of salt that I didn't have to put because the water was so salty. Hey, you're saving money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Yeah, wow, boy, that's that's a problem down there. Well, there's also some good stuff that goes along with it because it does improve the fishing. Did uh, did South Dakota Sarah get down there yet? She's coming this evening, and uh, we'll fish throughout the week, and um, it's going to be good. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of fish around. 
I mean, I'm doing another eco tour for LSU today, and the birds are everywhere, and ducks are flying. There's some teal around already. I mean, it's just it's so magical. I left the, left the lodge yesterday at four o'clock, and back at seven, caught a big old mess of bass, reds and trout all together in the same place. It was really weird for me to catch a trout on a craw worm, but I did it. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. it, it's really good right now. It's really, really good. Again, we, we only have <clears throat> 20, 22-inch redfish and then bulls. And we have the 10 and 12-inch redfish. And, and that's about it for keepers for the most part. You know, almost everything's identical. But triple tails, I think I think one one of the boys caught 70 last week. Wow. That's unheard of. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's really, really good. And the specs and reds, the bulls, you know, fly fishing, just – you know, all my Florida boys are down. That's all they like to do is chase the bulls. And some of the places are, are so thick with them. They they come and go in different areas, but well, when they come up, there's herds of them. So it's, it's just been good. It's really good. Have, have you, any of you guys been out on the east side over there, run, you know, closer to Delacro with those areas out there? No, we, we haven't been going that way because, you know, once that water gets stagnant, we like to stay toward the river. Because it's more oxygen and more water movement, and that seems to be where the fish are in those, you know, anything that's moving water, especially today's the last day of the tide, tomorrow's a flip-flop. So you really want to be where you get some artificial current, and the river does that. Same thing down in Venice, you know, all the passes, flounders are thick, and the bass and the reds, you know, it's uh, you just have to know how to stay to it. Because if you go into ponds, our traditional spots is stagnant. You know, there's not not enough water movement, and the, the oxygen's out the water. Plenty of garfish and mullet, and that's you know that's a sign to say get closer to the river. You know, I think there's a little bit of a rise coming, but I'll tell you what, you're going to have some hellacious cast and blast trips come this fall, huh? Oh my gosh, I, I mean, and they are booking up too. I mean, everybody got ducks on the brain right now. I think teal season going to be great because, they, like I said, I've already seen them three times so far, and it's only early, early August. Really unusual to see them this early, but it's going to be good. Now, now, on the flip side of that, a lot of the aquatic vegetation is dying because it only takes seven parts per thousand salinity, and we have a lot more than that. So a lot of that's dying, but the peas are still there. The tickweed is still there. Some of the aquatics are still there. The duck potatoes are still green. So we, we still have a lot of food. So, you know, I, I think the duck season is going to be great, but the fishing is going to be even greater because uh, it's, it's, it's great right now, and it's only going to get better and better and better. Lots of trout around here too right now. So it's uh, it's going to be good. Yeah, the, those uh, teal hunting is, is pretty early. You get your limit really early, and you still got the whole rest of the day to fish. So those cast and blast trips with that low river is going to be nothing short of spectacular, I think, this year. Yeah. How's the alligator yeah. population down there? You seeing a lot oh, of games? Oh, my God. Yeah. They say we have three times more than Florida, and I don't know why they're getting eaten, and we're not. I guess we eat back. But <laughs> <laughs> there's so many alligators, especially with the river low. They're all in the passes and the bays. I mean, they are some monsters. You really, you really got to watch your dog and stuff right now. That's what I'm thinking. They yeah, are everywhere, everywhere. So, uh, you know, we'll just look at them out here with Carly and Kenley both out here this year. So, it'll be it'll be fun, really fun. Getting a lot of excitement over that already. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I got plenty of shells, so uh, we'll, we'll have some fun this fall, no doubt about that. Well, look, tell Sarah hello. I don't think we're going to – I'm trying to get uh, Spring uh, Chris Free to come down there and shoot a show, but I, I don't know if I can get him. He's really busy this time of the year. But uh, tell her hello, and uh, don't don't spend so much time up north. you got to spend more time down here. She'll be down for till season as well, so maybe we'll do a cast and blast for till season. There if we you go. Yeah, now that's, yeah. that's sounding good. All right, well, uh, give us your contact information if somebody wants to check out Cajun Fishing Adventures and Cajun Hunting Adventures, too. <laughs> yes, it's CajunFishingAdventures.com, or as always, they can call me direct at 504-559-5111. And also Cajun Eating Adventures, too. you got a great food in the lodge there. <laughs> that we I need that some we mole. Do. I need some mole oh, bads, some good duck mole, huh? <laughs> Oh, we had it last week. I said, oh, my word, it was so good. Yeah, well, <laughs> life is good for you all down there. Take care of yourself, yeah, and we'll see you next week. All right, buddy. All right, there he goes, our plastic man, Captain Ryan Lambert. All right, we're going to come back and close out with some of your text messages. If you want to get one in real quick, your reports, your comments, your questions, 504-260-1870. What do you think about the speckled trout situation, that new proposal? What do you think about our bad boy? $25,000 in fine and no hunting license till you pay every penny back. And what about this uh, owner of uh, West Bank Fishing donating $25,000 to the Red Fishery stocking because his boat captain broke the law? We'll be back to wrap it up on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, uh, checking our text message board. By the way, that number is 504-260-1870. We're hearing uh, from... Our friend David at Hubble's Hearth in Alabama, he's looking forward to a hot day and an outdoor function. No fishing, but keep his eyes open for some good golf seafood, either there or on the way home. Uh, let's see, we've got this one that says, Don, do you agree with the new plan on speckled trout limits? I would agree with any plan on speckled trout limits that accomplishes the goal of getting a 20% reduction in the total catch and restoring the population within five to six years. It doesn't matter what the numbers are, the limit, the slot, the maximum, the over, as long as it meets that criteria and the public is in favor of it, or even if the majority of the public is in favor of it, I'd be for it. The one that's out there now, I don't give it much chance of passing the legislature, but, you know, the stranger things have happened. All right, this one says, I read in the Advocate newspaper that our state has roughly 900 charter captains. Is that accurate? That's pretty close. I believe the number is 945, if I'm not mistaken. And we're hearing from the school teacher in Baldwin County, as well as Ross L. He's down at Cajun Fishing Adventures, where we just talked to Ryan. He says, get out early and catch them. They get back uh, early. Most say, uh, we have the fish in the boat. It's getting hot. Let's go in. And we're hearing from Bo. He says uh, he's headed to the deer woods. He's going to change the camera batteries. He's dragging his son with him in case those danger noodles bite me. Danger noodles. Hmm, got an idea what that might be. And we're hearing from John Terrebone with the Convent Hunting Club. They scouted a place to go run the rabbit dogs. Unfortunately, they have to work, but you can bet the farm. We'll be running our pack of beagles early tomorrow morning. Have to get up early and start well before sunrise. Pick them up 7.30 to 8. Listen to the sweet music of the hounds running. Good luck to everyone out in this heat. Stay hydrated. Yeah, that's awesome. Got to do that early business this time of year with the dogs. And I wonder, John, how do you all protect them from the, the water markets, the cotton mouths that are out this time of the year? You know, we, uh, we had tried to put together a, 
snake proofing seminar and, and an event where we had a, a professional uh, trainer was going to come in and uh, snake proof as many dogs as showed up and the COVID thing kind of ruined that. But I've been talking to some folks and they're trying to reorganize it and let you know uh, they take your dog and introduce it to snakes and administer a, a, a shock and within a very short time your dog will head the other way when they smell a snake. And believe me, dogs have a very, very high sense of smell. All right, here's the question. When is Sarah, talking about Sarah Giles, going to be on your show again? Well, she's in town. Maybe we'll get her to to call in with Ryan and uh, do a little report on the show next week. Uh, This one said uh, that action by the owner of the Kitty Wake boat and the West Bank Bank Fishing Company tells uh, them the pokey boats must be stopped. Well, I'm not for totally outlawing Manhattan fishing. Some states have done that. I think they, the boundaries needs to be moved further off the coast to do less damage to the resources of the coast, the, the, the erosion problem, and also the amount of fish that they, they take, the bycatch. But it's a very important industry. generates a lot of income. I think we can coincide and, and peacefully coexist with them, but they, they need to be tightly regulated for sure. Uh, this one says, uh, check out the advocate on new bait that targets feral hogs. I think they're talking about that one uh, with the salt that, that uh, kills them and it's supposed to be hog specific. I will check that out. All right. This one says, uh, I think that if he broke the law, that bad lack of respect for the law and the animals themselves, he'll fish and hunt without a license. If he does, hopefully he'll get caught. I don't know if he would risk that 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 would be uh that would be jail time that would be go to jail uh, do not pass go don't collect nothing all right old man sam he's feeding the chickens and he's gonna enjoy the air conditioning today sound like a good plan old man sam all right that's about gonna wrap it up for us uh thanks for tuning in we'll be back again to do this all over again next week remember this broadcast has been a special presentation solely for the entertainment of our listening audience cannot be rebroadcast without the express written consent of this station, the FCC, the corrupt DOJ, the corrupt FBI, the EPA, Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, the NFL, Kamala Harris, well, maybe not all of them, but definitely our network engineer, Cullen Steele, who did a fine job, and me. Tune us in. We'll be back again 5 to 7. We start dark and early. we got fishing reports, information, all the issues affecting you, the outdoorsmen. Glad to have you each and every Saturday morning. We're in our 34th year. My, how time flies. We'll see you back here again next week, we hope, on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.